Drax, stay here with Rocket. Watch him. That's who they're coming for. I want to come. No. Mantis, watch Drax. Groot, you know what to do with these. Push down on it. What? Push it down. I am pushing down on it. Push the button. It looks like you're pushing the keyhole. The what? There's a button under the handle. Press that in. Okay. Now what? Open the door. That is a stupid design. And your instructions were very unclear. What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rockstrex10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels, or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. Okay, welcome to part two of the top 50 albums of 2023 here on Rock Strikes 10, the official list. And at the top of the last show, at the beginning of the countdown, I gave away a couple of awards. I wanted to go ahead and mention a handful of records that did miss the countdown. If I had done a top 60, a good amount of these, if not all of them, would be on the countdown. But these all ranked pretty well in the scoring system, so I figured I'd shine a bit of a spotlight on them and try to feature all of these at some point on future episodes somehow. So just missing the countdown, these are all kind of three-quarters good, maybe a little bit more in some instances, but uh, the latest Queens of the Stone Age, that one kind of hurt to leave it off the list, and I feel like as a fan, I should have had it on the list, but for the same reason as the Pumpkins one, I just didn't think it was that great, and I don't see myself going back to it a whole lot. Uh, The new Dope record, that one just missed the countdown. Uh, As you know, if you're a longtime friend of the show, I'm a fan of Dope. They put out a good record, but didn't quite get it on the countdown. Uh, The New Black Spiders, a new band I hadn't heard before called Air Raid. Pretty cool, actually. Probably regret leaving them off, but hey, shit happens. Uh, Robin Taylor Zander, who was Robin Zander's son. He actually put out a cool Beatlesque kind of record, and I recommend it. It's pretty good. It's his rookie year, so check him out. Smoky Mirror, good rock album right there. Screaming Jets, very much a veteran act and actually have a pretty good record out. A lot better than their contemporaries are putting out, but just missed the show. Uh, A band called DeWolf, D-E-W-O-L-F-F. That one's pretty good, too. Uh, Even the new Joe Perry, not bad. Easily Joe Perry's best 
thing that he's done kind of on his own since the Joe Perry Project records. Out of all of his real, true solo albums, even though there's guest stars on this, this is the best one. And it's got a weird title, I forget what it's called, but the latest Joe Perry is actually pretty listenable. Uh, the Go Team, Royal Thunder, uh, this new band called Urn, pretty good as well. It's spelled U-R-N-E, by the way, they're a metal band. And the latest Brian Setzer was pretty good, it was alright, it has the moments. Much like the new Seven Dust, also pretty good and has its moments. So, there you go. Wanted to talk about a couple of bubbling unders. Those are at least a whole lot more worthy of your time, in my opinion, than, let's say, The New Extreme or Black Star Writers or something like that. If, the, if those are in your top five or ten or whatever, you're still a friend of mine and everything, but either I'm not doing my job or you're not trying hard enough. No, I'm totally kidding. Okay, but let's get... Oh, man. I'm just... As I'm burying everything here, let's get back on track and back into the countdown here. Coming in at number 40... On the top 50 albums countdown here of 2023 is a band that I've been a fan of pretty much since my earliest music memories. And thankfully, they put out a record of quality last year. Talking about madness right here. And here's a little radio tease. The first three albums I'm going to talk about on this countdown are basically acts that really started to happen in the late 70s, early 80s, and they all put out good albums in the last year. So good quality veteran acts putting out quality records i'm a fan of that obviously i'm rooting for these people to do well so yes madness put out a good record last year it's called theater of the absurd presents c'est la vie so it's kind of a loose concept record but it doesn't have much of a consistent story as far as i could tell but it's based as an album under the guise of it being a vaudeville type stage show so there you have it. Theater of the Absurd presents C'est La Vie. Uh, to entice you to listen to this album further, I won't spoil who the big celebrity narrator is of the record to make it slightly conceptual. So I won't spoil that, but it, it's, a, it's a good get. And I'm assuming he's a fan. So yeah. And a band that really doesn't have a bad modern catalog either. Anytime they've bothered to put a record out in the last handful of decades, they've been of quality. So... Yeah, just another reason why they're another one of my favorite all-time bands. So here's a nice, fun, up-tempo number to kick off the show here today. This is Madness, and a song called What on Earth Is It You Take Me For? i 
Kicking off the show here today and coming in at number 40 here on the top 50 albums of 2023 countdown here on Rock Strikes 10. A band with just the right amount of fun and swagger right there. Madness and What on Earth Is It You Take Me For? From their new album, Theater of the Absurd presents C'est La Vie. That's a mouthful. Both of those things are a mouthful. But hey, it doesn't matter what you call it as long as it brings the goods. And coming in at number 39 here... A guy here that made his way onto the scene in the late 70s, early 80s with his band Accept. And now he's been solo for quite a bit. And I'm talking about the great Udo. Udo. Udo Dirk Schneider. Yes, uh, a guy who's in my alternate Mount Rushmore of heavy metal vocalists. And Udo, always fun record. You know what you're going to get from Udo. And it's a good time. He's got a new one out called Touchdown. And yes, by that, it does mean American football. The imaging of the album is an American football. And I, if you haven't seen the ad for the tour, and yes, I'm finally going to get to go see him. I know I talked about him recently. I'm going to go see him when he comes to town. Finally, my first time with Udo. And if you haven't seen the ad for the tour with him and his band, they're dressed up in American football padding and helmets and stuff like that. It's totally ridiculous, but I love it. Udo, another one of those guys that his son is his drummer now. Sven Dirk Schneider is his current drummer and has been for the last few years. So that ought to be a fun thing to check out. That will be maybe my third or fourth time seeing an act whose son is playing the drums. I'll have to crunch that data. But in the meantime, check out my current favorite song from Udo or Udo's latest album, Touchdown. I never know how to properly say it as an act. But, you know, may, hopefully we'll get a nice big MC voiceover at the beginning. You know, like, please welcome to the stage. And I'll finally have it right. Because I've heard it both ways, honestly. But anyway, let's get to the music here. My current favorite song off a of touchdown is this one right here. A real epic. This one's called Fight for the Right. Turn it up.
Ah, yes. Coming in at 39, that was Udo and the album Touchdown, and that was Fight for the Right. Oh, yeah. We are in it now. I love this countdown. I think it's a great countdown. You got Madness, you got Udo, and somewhere in between there would lie an act like this, another act that came onto the scene in the late 70s, early 80s. And man, uh, what do they say nowadays? I did not have this on my 2023 bingo card, and that would have been a new album of original material by Fear. Yeah, and talked about this on the show. I saw Fear last year during that Alice Cooper Misfits Halloween show. They opened up the show, and they were a last-minute replacement. I was blown away by that. I never had seen them. I never thought I'd get to see Fear. And then there they were, just landed in my lap that day. And I was hearing rumors out and about that Lee Ving was actually living out here in Dallas, Texas. I still don't have that officially confirmed. But what I do know for a fact is that we have this new fear record in 2023 called For Right and Order. And it's mostly all new original material. They do throw on that really awesome cover of Rose Tattoo's Nice Boys that I played on the show. So that makes the album worth getting right there onto itself. And on the principle of being a new fear record, it's their first real new album in 23 years, which is crazy. And I didn't realize this when I went to see them because it looked like he had all new young guys playing with him which is what you would want to do for the most part if, if the original band's not together. But Spit Sticks, the original classic Fear drummer, is in the band and plays on this record. So you at least have two original members, which is two more than some bands have right now, or I should say Foreigner. Let's say one. <laughs> but yes, I'm kidding around, but in a sense, Fear's always been a tongue-in-cheek band as well. Like, it's not a band that you need to take the lyrics too seriously. And it's not a perfect comeback album, but it is super strong. So I'm really happy to have it here on the list. I'm going to play you one of my favorites here on the album, just to get you all excited about it, as excited as I am for it. And hopefully you'll go check it out. So here is a new Fear song. It's called Till You Die.
Ah, yes. It's great to hear leaving out there with his attitude and, and putting out a record with fear in 2023. How insane is that? But I love it. That was Till You Die by Fear from For Right and Order. Now we move on to something completely different. So coming in at number 37, 37. This band right here, new band to me, and still a very, very new band. Matter of fact, I'm going to talk about this band's sophomore album. They have only put out music in this decade. That's that's very new. Uh, this band from Ontario, Canada. And if you just look at the little blurb at the top of their wiki page, and I'm on here just to get their names because I want to give them some credit here. This band called Crownlands. A band that exists, obviously, for the love of music, but also a very noble cause. It says that they compose music and lyrics inspired by indigenous resistance to colonialism. So that's a very noble cause. And that the name Crownland, see, I, I never really go for this wiki paragraph because it sounds like I'm reading, which I am. But I, I think it's interesting. So the name Crownlands apparently communicates a desire to disrupt the concept of Canadian, quote, Crownland, end quote, or government-held lands stolen from First Nations. Wow. Uh, but yes, there are only two official members in this band. I don't know how they play shows. I'm assuming they get a touring band together. But that's me not going through the entire Wikipedia prior to the show. Uh, but yeah, these two guys right here, Cody Bowles, who's the vocalist and drummer, adding to a very short list of singing drummers, and Kevin Camo, I believe that's how you pronounce it, uh, plays guitar, bass, and keyboards. Hey, so do I. <laughs> so I'm definitely more Kevin than Cody because I, I sing a little bit like an amputee at times, and I'm not great on the drum set. I could play percussion, but not drums. But yes, this band Crownlands really got on my radar. I am trying to remember how I even found them, uh, so I'm not going to speculate and bore everybody. But I'm glad I found them because they are awesome. So out there, everybody with me, take a quick pop quiz or just first thing that pops in your head. If I mention rock music from Canada, what's the first thing that pops in your head? Yeah, I would probably say a really good 7 or 8 out of 10 would say Rush. And this band clearly are Rush fans. And in the best possible way because... They don't sound like they're intending to rip off Rush, but you get a lot of Rush feels and vibe listening to Crownlands, and that's a great thing in the light of the fact that they're not around anymore. Some people got to pick it up and, and step up and try in the most noblest of ways to, to fill that gap that will never be filled, but you can sure as hell try. And Crownlands do a very respectable job of paying tribute to their fellow countrymen. I'm assuming if I go any further down in interviews with this band and whatever, I'm sure they'll talk about how much they fucking love Rush. And that's purely speculation right now as of this recording, but they gotta have it. Not just because you're from Canada, but uh, tell you what, let me just play the song here and you tell me if I'm just way off here. So from their latest album called Fearless, and yes, it is their second album. Great track right here. We're all about to get into it right here. This one's called Dreamer of the Dawn.
So, yeah. I mean, does anything else really need to be said about what I said leading up to that song right there? No, obviously not. But that was Crownlands with Dreamer of the Dawn from their latest album, Fearless. And if you're going to go in for that sound, you are definitely fearless. So, yeah, keep it going, Crownlands. I'm here for you. And by the way, I did pick the most Rush-sounding track to spotlight for this album. It was more so just to try to win you over. Hopefully it didn't have a negative effect. I hope I didn't Greta Van Fleet them, but they are a band worth checking out, I think. So we get to number 36 here. And of course, just a couple of songs ago, I played something off of the new Fear record, which I did not anticipate even talking about that at all, even after I had seen them the year before. I didn't think new material was on the horizon. I hadn't really been noticing anything that this next guy has been doing over the last decade or so, but apparently he's on his third solo album here in 2023. The album is called Live to Tell, and believe it or not, it's the latest offering by Richie Ramone. Yeah, like the Ramones. Yeah, so Richie is definitely the most unsung member of all time in the history of the Ramones. Richie was the third drummer for the Ramones, if you didn't know that. If you're not a super duper nerd and fanboy for the Ramones like I am and a few other of my close friends. But yeah, so the thing is, is Marky left the band in the early 80s because apparently he got into a bad drinking problem. So they bring in this guy and they dub him Richie Ramone. I, I think it's Richie uh, Richie Reinhardt or something. I think that's his uh, legal name. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's a Ramone. <laughs> so yeah, he worked very briefly with the band. Although apparently, according to the end of the century documentary, is that he almost played too fast. They were like, he was the fastest drummer that they ever had. And they could blaze through a gig like nobody's business when Richie was behind the kit. And I have even heard weird things about him. And it might have even been this documentary or something I read to where uh, he never actually cashed any of the checks while he was in the band. I don't know. But yeah, there, there's a lot of mystery still surrounding him, I think. But all that being said, this guy's got a new solo album out as of last year. And I really enjoyed it. It's one of those things where I pretty much trust CJ Ramone. To put out quality stuff. I have really enjoyed CJ's solo stuff since the Ramones have broken up, but I would have not expected Richie, honestly, to be putting out quality solo material. I mean, not just because he's a drummer, but just because I hadn't really heard from the guy in like a hundred years. So this really came out of nowhere for me, but I enjoyed the record. I think you should give it a shot. It's one of those things, play it for somebody and don't tell them who it is. I probably should have just Pepsi challenged this to see what you think, but cat's out of the bag now, so let's move on. But yeah, let me know what you think of this. Here is Richie Ramone, and the song is called When the Night.
Richie Ramone surprising us all coming in at number 36 right here for the top 50 albums of 2023. The album is called Live to Tell. Unfortunately, there's no Madonna cover on that album. That would have been something. But yes, that was Richie Ramone. Hope you enjoyed that. And something I definitely enjoyed this year, big highlight of the year, was I got to meet Ben Folds at a record signing, and he was super nice. Uh, got to talk for a good amount of time. Full disclosure, I was helping out with the signing a little bit, and uh, at the end of it, when everybody had shuffled off and they were getting ready to go, I talked to him for a little bit, signed a couple of things, took a photo, the whole the whole bit. But yeah, and went to go see him perform for the first time ever. I don't know why I hadn't seen him live before. But I finally got to see him and he performed with the Dallas Symphony Orchestra. So that was a cool night out, myself and my better half, Nola. And we both got to meet him and went to the show that night. It was it was a good old day right there. Obviously, with that kind of setup, I am going to play something off the latest Ben Folds record. Only his fourth official solo album, even though he's been solo since the dawn of the 2000s. Uh, but this is his fourth proper solo album. Uh, it's been 15 years since he's done an actual proper solo album. He's done a lot of collabs and did the Ben Folds 5 reunion album about 10 years ago or so, along with a live album from that tour. So he's been busy. It just hasn't put out a proper solo album. But this one, man, this one's real good. And I constantly have him up there with one of the better writers, especially out there right now, as far as modern guys go, of a certain age group. But yes, this new one is called What Matters Most. And Ben's always a guy that he does a lot of quirky stuff, too, writing songs about people he knows and stuff that happens to him. He's very autobiographical, and there's a lot of stuff dealing with you know the issues of the day. Uh, a lot more than he'd done in the past, but that's kind of to be expected, especially with the times we're living in right now, right? And this one really, I think, takes the subject of how divisive we've become as a people and it says it in a really interesting and personable way. And it's like there are times that it just happens to us on a daily basis when you're not expecting it coming from the most random of places. And just really well done and apparently he said he wrote this during these handful of sessions that apparently that he was doing during the pandemic where he would do like songwriting sessions and classes with people that i don't know how you get involved in that but people that were strangers and fans and stuff like that and they would write songs together and this is apparently one of those songs that came out of it but I just think it's a good lyric and it tells a story about where we can all relate to this i guarantee you most of us, if not all of us, could really relate to this song. So that's another reason I like it so much. And yeah, I'll just let him tell you the rest of it. So here is Ben Folds, and this song is called Christine from the Seventh Grade. Just with a new last name 
Someone who laughed a lot Is what I remember the most But the face in your profile Suggests maybe not so much anymore Yeah, I got the emails These last two years every day And I just don't reply because I'm not really sure what to say, Christine From the seventh grade
Coming in at number 35 right there, that was Ben Folds with Christine from the 7th grade from his new album, What Matters Most. Yeah, every time I hear that song, because I've heard the album a handful of times, and he, he did play it live that night, which is obviously where I stole all of that background from. But every time that song kicks off, for like the first 10 seconds, I immediately think of the Incredible Hulk ballad, the the walking away into the distance thing. Immediately always comes to mind, but after about 10 seconds, it goes away. But I, that every time, it just does that. It may have done that exactly to you at that point. But yeah, anyway, a little something different than we play for the most part on Rock Strikes 10, but I hope you enjoyed that for the lyrical content alone. We went to a good school, Christine. I love that, man, because I've, I've thought that. like It's like you run into those people or you see them online out there and you're like, wow, we had the same education. What the fuck happened? They obviously raised differently. and yeah, Okay, but let's not get into that right now. Let, let's get back to the fun. And speaking of fun, you can always have fun with this band right here. At number 34, our friends the Dolly Rots in a, in a packed, packed countdown of quality records. I'm a little embarrassed to have them here at number 34, but they did score very well still, that being said. I'm not qualifying anything. That's just facts. But yeah, they're on their eighth studio record right here in 2023, and the Dolly Rot's new album is called Night Owls. And fun as always, I probably didn't listen to it as much as I should, and some of that's on me. I still have to get the physical product, and I always do with them. And I just haven't done that yet, but I'm going to get on it. By the way, speaking of which, if you're going to do that as well, and you should, with them and a lot of other bands you hear on this show, go to Bandcamp and support them through there because all the bands on Bandcamp get a better royalty rate than any of the other places. So go support the music through that. If your favorite band or artist has a Bandcamp page, that's where you buy their shit. Not just the CDs and the vinyl, but merchandise as well. If they're forward-thinking enough. But yes, going to do what I normally do here on these countdowns and play you my current favorite song on this particular album. So enjoy the Dolly Rots, as we always do. The song is called Can't Tell You Why.
Dolly Rod's bringing the fun there with Can't Tell You Why from their latest album called Night Owls. And seeing this lined up with the next one, I do need to mention this. So Kelly, Kelly Ogden, the lead singer of the Dolly Rods and bass player, she's a full-time DJ on Lil Steven's Underground Garage on Sirius XM, and that's one of the greatest channels of all time. And as luck would have it, this next artist right here, not a full-time DJ, but definitely does a show a week on Sirius, and it's a very good show as well. And so Kelly, who's in the Dolly Rots, does the band with Luis, her husband, and he contributes like a ton to the band from a production standpoint, and they're 50-50, and I love to see that kind of stuff. And on Duff McKagan's show on Sirius, he has his wife, Susan, on the show, and it's just fun to hear them bounce off of each other and just have fun. You can tell that they're in love, and it's not a forced thing, and I, I, I like to hear those things. I like to hear husbands and wives working together to actually enjoy each other's company. That all being said. But yes, I say all that to say that the next entry here, number 33, belongs to Duff McKagan and his fourth proper solo album right here called Lighthouse. And this is technically Duff's second appearance on the countdown because he provided all the bass and backup vocals for the Iggy Pop album, Every Loser, but... Duff actually coming up ahead on Iggy this year, and not that it's a competition in any way, but I did quite enjoy Duff's record. Uh, I know Duff is like best friends with Jerry Cantrell. Jerry has a guest spot on this record. Iggy does show up and does a little cameo on it as well. And I think Slash plays on it too, uh, but that's all I could think of right now. There might be some other guests on here, but Duff is a very good writer, and he definitely does that Johnny Thunder, Steve Bader's thing pretty well with a kind of a little bit of Americana twist to it, but not too much. It's not annoyingly hipster, and it's still got the rock mentality in there. So you should definitely throw down on this record. And honestly, all of his solo stuff and his loaded stuff, uh, it's, I've always enjoyed his records. And of course, I'm glad he's backing guns. It, it should always at least be, and I'm not trying to take the company line here, but it always should at least be Axel Slash and Duff in the band. If it's not, then it's not guns. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to do something a little bit out of the ordinary. I don't think this is my favorite, favorite song off of the record, but it's a very good song. And I'm playing this one from a weird standpoint, because I normally always can't stand and usually wind up hating songs that has this phrase in the song title. But I actually like Duff's song that's called this. So I'm going to include it here on the show just, just to mark it down, just to really go on record with this. But I, I, I don't know if I know any other songs that I could think of. I can't think of any off the top of my head that I like that are called this. 
So I'm going to pat Duff on the back and say, good job. You actually wrote a good song that's called Holy Water. So yes, it is the ballad on the record. I think there's a couple on the record, if memory serves me correct. I've been listening to a lot of his stuff lately, so hopefully I didn't get it too confused. But yes, this is a ballad, and there's, of course, some hard rockers and even some punk songs on the record as well. But I'm going to play this ballad because it's called Holy Water, and it's actually good. So here is Duff McKagan with Holy Water. We drank holy water Burnt down the altar, yeah Moved through the city Killed men with no pity Don't know how many
The great Duff McKagan right there with Holy Water off of his latest album, Lighthouse, coming in at number 33 right here on the countdown. And number 32 belongs to a brand, brand spanking new band in their rookie year. I think this is the first one on this countdown like that, I think. Because Crownlands, that was their second album. I think this is the newest, newest, newest band, maybe on the whole countdown. But they would have to tie with somebody else because this is literally their debut full-length This band is called Military Gun. If you go look them up, military is not spelled with a Y. It's spelled with an I-E, just FYI. So I think I found out about this band through comments on some of those posts. And if I had to guess, just because of the nature of the band, it was probably a Kerrang! post where I saw that they were talking about them or something to that effect. But I was just like, yeah, I'm going to go check them out because... They were saying that they had hardcore punk roots and and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, what could I possibly stand to lose in checking them out at least? I really enjoyed this record quite a bit and definitely got a lot of Fugazi-type feel and nostalgia off of this record. So that's definitely a good thing. And bands could try to imitate that sound, but if they don't have it in there, you know, if they don't have it in their heart, then there's no way they're going to do it right. This band seems to be on the level and they're doing it right, so dig it. Their debut album is called Life Under the Gun. And this we're getting now getting into the part of the countdown, like with that Duff record and this record right here. I'm like, man, what do I pick to play? So we're already there. And we haven't even cracked the top 30 yet. So, man, woof, strap yourselves in. But yes, check out Military Gun. Either they got booked to play at Coachella or Bonnaroo or both or whatever, but they're easily the best band of the day wherever they're playing. I was never a big fan of either of those kind of festivals, but I got to think that even if you've gone to some of those in the past, you just look at the bills now and you're like, man, they've lost the plot. At least for a good 45 minutes or so, one of those festivals will have a little bit of cred because this band will be on their stage. So yeah, check them out. Here's Military Gun from their debut. This song is called Return Policy. Don't see no sidestep Why live no 
look for those guys to hopefully be really on the move by the time they put out their sophomore record. So, yeah, high hopes for those guys. I think they're on their way up. But I have a way of picking bands, new bands to get into, and then they don't do shit. So I hope I have not cursed and jinxed military gun right there. But that was return policy from their debut right there. Hope you enjoyed that. I sure as hell did. And another band that I enjoy, that it's not that I'm surprised that I've enjoyed this band on a consistent basis, as they are on their fourth full-length album right here in 2023. But I gotta say, just from, I think, the expectations of what was expected from this band, they have definitely over-delivered. If you haven't checked out their stuff, you really should. So going to play you something from the latest album by Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons. Man, obviously it was up to Phil to carry any kind of torch from the legacy of Motorhead. And not that Mickey D is not doing the same thing because he's paying tribute to Motorhead and Lemmy every night when he's on stage with the Scorpions. But Phil just starting this band and really keeping that spirit alive musically you can tell how much of a driving force he was in the band with their final and best lineup honestly in my opinion but i'll fight anybody who says that that wasn't the best lineup of motorhead phil campbell being a big part of that and just showing like i said how much he contributed to this band it definitely is leaning on a lot of motorhead musically but they are a band onto themselves and they are their own band and It's not a carbon copy. It's not a less than. It's not a wish.com version of Motorhead. It's Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons. Of course, it's going to have some of that ingredient of Motorhead in it. But I always go in going, man, I hope this isn't a pedestrian record. And it never is. So good on you, Phil Campbell. Please keep it up. And I, I guess the Bastard Sons are keeping you motivated and inspiring you. So yeah, let's just keep it going, man. I'm looking forward to the next one. This latest album is called Kings of the Asylum. And this one right here really stuck out the first time I listened to it. So I think this is going to be a strong closer right here. So turn it up for Phil. This is The Hunt.
Closing off the show here tonight and coming in at number 31 on the top 50 albums of 2023 countdown. That was Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons. Yes, Todd Dane, Tyla, and of course Phil Campbell. You got Joel Peters on vocals right there. Just a cool, strong unit. I dig it. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you're enjoying this countdown so far. We have got some shows for you coming up. Let me tell you, we got three more parts of this. This top 30 is going to be insane. Trying to put these out pretty much every day, as I like to do when I do these countdowns, just to keep the momentum going. I I skipped a day because of fucking football, and I refuse to get this show buried by fucking football posts. So, yeah, I just can't wait for this season to be over. Bring on the hoop and the hockey, man. Okay, it's already here, but you you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, before I get into a fucking sports sesh here, let me go ahead and just get out of here. So, yes, stay with me. We got the top 30 coming up for the year. It's going to be great. Until then, stay tuned for my better half, Nola, with the plugs, and followed by the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cats Ruby and Ripley a treat. We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10 and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going all the way back to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out some of these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. And the I Am Vinyl Podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. We also highly recommend that you check out our good friend Mark Striegel, who can now be heard exclusively on SiriusXM as part of Ozzy's Boneyard and Hair Nation. Last, but certainly not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent ya. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.
post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it.